Hello, NRL fans, and welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namofsky, and welcome back to our 2021 season preview series. Today, we'll be going with Team 12 from the 2020 season, the St. George Illawarra Dragons. When we saw the Dragons last in 2020, seven wins, 13 losses, and a 12th place finished. I've got two big storylines heading into the 2021 season for the Dragons. Firstly, Anthony Griffin brought in to be the coach of the Dragons. Paul McGregor, tenure finally up. Dean Young did not get their services retained. They brought in Anthony Griffin to try and bring the success they think the club should be getting. So interesting to see on the coaching side. But also, some interesting news about Cameron McInnes, the club captain, and the contract situation going on there. Rumours that have not even been offered a contract from the Dragons. This is the club captain, the man who... When Paul McGregor, a beloved figure of the club, left, was crying, giving him a jersey, holding him in the sheds. To me, it's a strange one. Cameron McInnes, if Damian Cook is not playing right now, he is the undisputed number one for New South Wales. And he, he's just such a versatile player. So for me, it's a huge storyline. I think if the Dragons cannot retain the service of Cameron McInnes, I think the biggest off-field storyline will be which club and how many clubs line up to get Cameron's services. In saying that, let's see what's new for the 2021 season for the Dragons. The Gaines, Jack Bird, Daniel Alvaro, and Poasa Farmasili. And the losses, Tyson Frazell, James Graham, Ewan Aikam, Jacob Host, Tim Laffey, Jason Saab, Tristan Saylor, and Corbin Sims. Not an injury, but a suspension to watch. Every season recently, it's been the way, but Jack DeBellin, if the court case findings do come out and he is cleared, it's a huge in for the Dragons, so definitely one to monitor for that. With the gains and losses, let's look at my potential starting 17 for the Dragons. I've got Matt Dufty at fullback, with Michaeli Ravalava and Jordan uh, Pereira on the wings. I've got Zach Lomax and Jack Bird in the centres. Corey Norman and Ben Hunt in the halves. Josh Kerr and Paul Vaughan up front with Cameron McInnes at hooker. Back row of Tarek Sims, Jackson Ford, and Blake Laurie. And on the bench, Adam Clune, Terrell Fumoyano, Trent Merrin, and Poasa Fuamasili, coach Anthony Griffin. A couple of interesting squad battles and positions to work out here. I have switched back Ben Hunt into the seven, Cameron McInnes at the nine. Obviously, they had Clune in the seven, Ben Hunt at the nine, and McInnes in the 13 last season. I think, look... For me, it's whatever the... There's so much noise about Ben Hunt being a better nine and all these things. If the man feels that he's a better seven and does not like playing the nine, I don't know why you're persisting with it. I think Ben Hunt... And look, it was a couple of years ago now, but the Broncos' Ben Hunt was one of the best young halfbacks in the comp. To me, I just don't think he's lost that. I think it's still in there, whether it's the half partner or it's the playing style. I think he is a number seven. Cameron McInnes, for how good he is as a 13, he is a world's better 9. So I think don't mess with that. I think leave the 7 and the 9 as is. I think Adam Clune showed last season he's a very good utility option on a bench. They have got some options there where they can, they can get cheeky with some. If a Ben Hunt gets hurt, they can go Clune straight in. If McInnes gets hurt, they can go Ben Hunt to 9, Clune at 7. You know, there's a couple of things. Even... In the centres, they get an injury. They can push a second row, go McInnes into the second row, Clune to the, Ben Hunt to the nine, Clune to the seven. There's a couple of options by having a halfback, a ready-made halfback on the bench 
with your halfback, who is a very competent number nine as well. So I think Adam Clune has locked in that bench spot for me. I think Jack Bird, one of the most interesting pickups of the offseason. I think it's a very low risk, high reward type of signing. I think if you can get Sharks Jack Bird instead of Broncos Jack Bird, I think it's a huge pickup. Now, there are some rumors that he's going to start in the centers and slowly work his way into the second row. Uh, obviously, he's played some lock before. He's also played six before. So for me, if Corey Norman doesn't really gel and they need to look at a different option, Jack Bird can go into the six. There's a couple of different options by having Jack Bird in the lineup. And that's the one thing, as I'm starting to look at these squad battles and this 17, it's a team that I shouldn't really like as much as I do, but it's one, it's one of the most intriguing teams for this season. I just think there's so much versatility here. Obviously, there are some depth as well. You know, I've got... Cody Ramsey missing out, who's ended the season very well. So now you've got three wingers that can really push a spot here. I think you saw the the leaps and bounds that Zach Lomax brought in last year. You've still got Braden Williami who can break into that side there. Uh, and looking in the front row, I think, you know, to me it's one of the one of the stronger, lesser known packs of the comp. You know, Josh Kerr, I'm, I'm, I think he's a good starting front row, but then you've got Paul Vaughan, Tarek Sims, I think Jackson Ford shows some things. Blake, Blake Laurie, you're not going to sneeze at. Uh, some experience with Trent Merrin off the bench. Fuama Silia and Fui Maruno in the, in the bench as well. I think there's just some options, and that's not just the plodding forwards. I think it's some with some ball-playing potential. I think it's got some, some footwork, some shifty footwork there. It's one of these ones where I just look at this squad, and I shouldn't like it as much as I do, but I just the versatility, the switchability within this squad, to me, is just really intriguing. I think Anthony Griffin... He's going to have a really fun time trying to tinker to find his best 17. I think by about round five or six, I think he'll work out, you know, is Rava Lava the winger for me? Is Josh Kerr a starting prop for me? Is Corey Norman the six? I think there's just a couple of things in this squad. If they can tinker it and get it right, I think this could be a very interesting season for the Dragons. Some positives, I think the new coach, I think, look, you know, everyone loves Mary McGregor, but I think it was pretty clear there that they just weren't getting the results that they needed. And Anthony Griffin, he has shown in the past, he's a ruthless coach, but he does get the job done. Now, whether at the end of his stint, his players are going to love him and the media is going to love him, that's up to, that's for down the road. But I think for right now, I think it's definitely the type of voice that the Dragons need to kind of get out here. Now, like I've got the Hunter at seven and McInnes at nine, that's what I'm seeing from the rumors that Anthony Griffin is also locking. So I think playing two of your better plays in their preferred positions is always going to go well. And like I said, I think the Jack Bird signing is just another layer of versatility that the Dragons have this season that a lot of teams don't have. It's very underrated where you can really get creative with some of your lineups. So for me, it's a, it's a very big positive. What's missing? Look, in saying that they have got some depth, uh, it's, it's one or two players behind the 17. I think if we do start getting some injuries here, it could start to get a bit shaky. I think the pressure is definitely on the forward pack. We have seen this half the halves in the Dragons team, when the forwards do not get over the advantage line, the halves find it very hard, like in most halves in the comp, to get on the front foot and play their game, obviously kick, kick in the right uh, position. So for me, I think it's a very big uh, thing for the Dragons this year. So the pressure is on the forward pack. I think they've got to get over that that advantage line. And for me, again, another problem is this McInnes rumor. So I don't really get it. I, I'm really hoping that he has a fire start to the season. They reward him with a contract that he deserves. And then it, it just plays on. He stays with the club. He obviously loves the club. And I don't see why you potentially want to let a player of his caliber go. Looking at some 2021 predictions I have for the Dragons, I have got them finishing 11th. Now, as I was going through the 17, you probably thought I was much higher on them. Look, I am. 
I do envision a scenario here where if Ben Hunt can get to some really good Ben Hunt form and Corey Norman is just there playing his role there, look, they can definitely push the eight. I don't think they're going to be down near the bottom of the table. I have seen some play, uh, some pundits, and I have got obviously some mates who I've got some Dragons fans who are very down on this squad. I'm not there yet. I, I still see the potential. I'm, I'm willing to be wrong. So I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Look, 11th, it's not world beaters, but again, it's, no, it's nowhere near the bottom ladder. I think it's going to be a stepping stone season for Anthony Griffin to get to where he needs to get. I think another crucial off-season of letting letting go some contracts and signing some players. I think what you've kind of seen here, Daniel Navarro, a good pick-up there. Farmacilia, a good pick-up, and obviously Jack Bird. So I think 11th, but there is an upside there. Top point scorer, Zach Lomax. I think he's going to score a bunch of tries. He's going to kick the goals. For me, he's one of the standout players. And one of my predictions we will go through in the podcast, Zach Lomax will be playing State of Origin. He'll be a State of Origin center this year. So I think a big season ahead for him. Top try scorer, Matt Dufty. Again, he's another one with a rumored no contract for 2022. For me, one of the most underrated fullbacks. Now, does he has he had a couple of turns and he's, you know, fallen out of favor? Yes. But I think... When he's in there, I think he builds some chemistry. I think he's a he's an out-and-out try scorer, so I think you've got to have him in there. And for me, I think he's going to have a big season. MVP, I've got Ben Hunt. This I think this is the Ben Hunt year. I think back at seven, he was able to kind of rehabilitate his career at the nine. I think he was able to get some confidence. I think going in there now, a new coach, going to have his back. I think Ben Hunt is going to have a great season. Most improved, Jack Bird. I think, obviously, from where he was, the Broncos Jack Bird that everyone remembers, um, you know, I don't think we're going to get that. I think Jack Bird, he's come off his injury now. I think he's a new a new fresh coat of paint with the club. I think, you know, put him back in the centres. Obviously, there was, there was rumours about him possibly playing fullback for the Broncos. And very well, that may be why uh, Matt Dufty's not getting a contract for next season. I think maybe they want to see what they have in Jack Bird here. So, I think Jack Bird, with the versatility... Be able to play all around the park. I think you're going to get a very good Jack Bird season. And most disappointing, look, I'm going to have to give it to Corey Norman, only because, for me, it's the only question mark around this team. I think, for me, if Corey Norman gives them, you know, one of his good Parramatta seasons, then I think definite top eight. I think if Corey Norman fires and can form a partnership with Ben Hunt there, I think no questions that the Dragons can push the eight and get into the eight. So, for me... Look, I, I'm a Corey Norman fan, obviously. I'm a Parramatta fan at heart, and uh, I was very sad seeing Corey go. Obviously, we have got Dylan Brown now that does less than that blow, but I still think Corey has something to offer. So, for me, I'm hoping that it's not a disappointing season for him, but I'm going to put it down to him for the moment. That will do for the Dragons, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Our next podcast is Team 11 from the 2020 season, the West Tigers. Thanks for listening. Drop a like, continue listening, and have a great day. Cheers.